Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is that you're tuning in to today's episode. I hope you are well and staying safe wherever it is that you are. If this is your very first time here, my good name is Sharon Chabaibai and welcome to the Abundant Self Podcast. Thank you yet again for tuning in at the time of releasing this episode. It is the 15th of February. (laughs) So if you actually are listening to this episode on the 15th of February, it means yesterday was Valentine's. So happy Valentine's. (laughs) Is it even right for me to wish people happy Valentine's on the 15th, surely? But anyway, I hope you've had a good February so far. I hope you had a good Valentine's. And I hope that so far 2023, you know, is doing you well, is doing you good uh sending you love and light for anyone who may have lost their loved ones this past two months who may have just gone through anything hectic whether it's professionally personally whatever it is that you're going through love and light to you hopefully um you know things get better if they aren't going okay as they should so yes thank you for tuning in in the previous episode we were talking about creating life systems and it was a very interesting conversation of course and i really love the buzz that we have had around that particular episode and even for the very first episode of the year that is shooting your shot in 2023 i mean those the our first two episodes of the year have done really well i mean i've been getting very good feedback engagement so thank you thank you thank you whether it is your first time listening to the podcast or you know whether you're a repeat listener thank you for supporting the podcast thank you for just tuning in and of course chiming into the conversation and adding your voice to what we are talking about here on the podcast remember that we exist to inspire you to be the absolute best version of yourself and most importantly to embrace a life of abundance and what we mean by abundance of course is just living life to the fullest living life and having it more abundantly and when it comes to living life abundantly there's so many questions that usually crop up there's so many things that we do not really understand about life i myself i like i always like to say here on the podcast is that I have not (laughs) figured everything out about life. There's so many questions that I always ask myself. There's so many things that I always want to seek clarity on. And I figured that I'm not the only one, you know, I'm not the only one who's asking myself these questions. Like, what does it mean to live life in abundance? What does it mean to say YOLO? What does it mean to say self-love, for example? And that is something that we are going to be talking about here on the podcast because we are a community who are walking this journey of abundance together. And what that means is that, you know, it's not going to be me giving you answers or me telling you what to do, but us figuring that out together. So yes, thank you for tuning in. In the previous episode, like I said, we're talking about life systems. And since it's the month of love and, you know, Every conversation (laughs) somehow this month has become or has surrounded the topic of love. I remember saying that ultimately, if you love your life, you know, if you love the life that you're living and if you love the fact that you are on this beautiful planet at such a time as this, then you will create a system for your life. Now, 
because I know that if I start talking about what exactly that means, you might end up doing a create your creating a life system part two episode. <laughs> Allow me to just pause right there and invite you. You can either press pause on this episode, go back and check out or, or rather listen to episode number 12. Or you can finish listening to this episode and then after you're done, go back and listen to episode 12 where we were talking about why it is important for you to create a life system. And trust me, this is a very interesting conversation because even I was so enlightened. Actually, my eyes were open during that episode. And I remember I was even telling my mom, hey, I have even learned things. I've even said things that I wasn't even planning to say, you know, things that things that just came to me at the time of recording that episode. So be sure to go and listen to that. And of course, if you relate to the conversation that we were having and, you know, if it's something that sparks your insights, if it's something that, you know, makes you think even further, do not forget, do not even dare. <laughs> Don't dare uh, and do not hesitate. <laughs> do not hesitate to chime into the conversation and let me know what you think and of course be sure to share that episode and more with your friends and a family so on to today's conversation today we are talking about self-love yes we're talking about self-love i mean yes it's the month of love you know love is a topic that gets us excited <laughs> we get so excited when it comes to love i mean whether it's in movies in songs whatever it is you might want to call it love is just an a topic that excites many people and i mean we are creatures of love you know we were created by love we were created for love and of course we have the capacity to demonstrate love as well and so it is for that reason that I decided to just have this conversation you know let we should we that is why I decided to just have this conversation to also uh, have the same uh, foundation of love because since it's a month of love I figured you know why not talk about self-love and of course this actually has a story to it. The reason I decided to do this episode on self-love is because I came across a post by a very good friend of mine on Facebook. She posted it sometime towards the end of last year. She was talking about self-love and it's something that really intrigued me. Something that really made me ask a lot of questions. The bigger question being, what is self-love? Is it fact or is it fiction? I mean, is self-love actually a thing? Or is it just something we like to say because it sounds catchy, you know, because it just rolls off our tongues? What is self-love? What is self-love? When I tried to define self-love, I remember thinking to myself, okay, the things that I am listing, <laughs> they sound like they are in the category of self-care. And then there's also that, what is self-care? Because it feels like that is also another whole topic on its own. Because I remember I was saying, you know, self-love for me is pampering myself, whether it's taking that long, hot bath or, you know, doing my nails, you know, going out for a nice meal or making myself a good meal, watching a good movie. I mean, doing meditation, even I do even want to go for solo trips. I was just thinking about all that and I'm like, okay, so Chabai, all this sounds like self-care. It sounds like you're just doing things to take care of yourself, you know. So this is something that I have really been thinking about. What is self-love? Is self-love actually a thing? Is it fact or is it fiction? Is it something that we just came up with? 
you know, because it sounded good, it sounded trendy. And now everyone, all over social media, you find someone has just posted something, you know, self-love, you know, self-love day. And <laughs> it's actually funny that I've mentioned self-love day because while I was, you know, just reading up on this episode, I discovered that there's actually self-love day and you will not believe it. If you didn't know, apparently self-love day is on the 13th of February. And I mean, I, I remember just sitting down and saying, wow. First of all, of course, what I was thinking about is, wow, yani. We as human beings, we have just decided to have a day for everything. Literally, you can wake up and just go to Google and, you know, what, 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 what national day is it today? And most likely, most probably, we will be celebrating something, you know. So I was just reading, I'm like, 13th February, self-love day. And what is even more funny is the fact that they were talking about how self-love day is there to commemorate. It's a day before Valentine's that helps people, you know, to love and appreciate themselves, you know, something to do with so that they do not have to beat themselves up if they do not have a date on Valentine's. And I just read it and I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay, if if I mean, if that tickles your fancy, then okay, I mean, it's so interesting. But anyway, allow me to just um, leave my opinion aside on that and just stick to the conversation of today, which is self-love. What is self-love? Is it fact or is it fiction? Like I said, you know, when it comes to self-love, even when I was reading up on it, it is so hard. It is so difficult to find like, a concrete definition of self-love you know like a car there's a concrete definition of what a car is or of what a tree is you know or of what a shoe is there's a concrete definition of what that is of course a shoe would mean different things when it's in photography or if it's the actual shoes the one that we wear but like you know there's a concrete definition for it but when it comes to self-love different people have different definitions of self-love and at the same time Self-love, people perceive it differently, you know. People can perceive self-love in a positive way. And actually right now, most people, or, or rather many people, are starting to perceive self-love negatively. I mean, self-love has, has started to gain a negative connotation. And it is because, of course, I guess, of that word self, where people would say that it, it stems from, you know, a lot of selfish ambition, a lot of, you know, just selfishness, you know. And people have often said that human beings are selfish in nature. I do not know how true that is. But just coming to think about it, self-love is a whole new concept that, of course, can be confusing, especially when it comes to trying to understand how to do life. Because, I mean, if you're going on social media and you're seeing someone is talking about self-love and then you ask yourself, okay, so do I love myself? And what does that even mean? Actually, even the big question becomes, is it even okay for me to love myself? You know, such like things. So like I said, the reason I decided to come up with this episode is because of a post that a friend of mine made on her Facebook and allow, allow me to just read it for you. So it says, Dear sisters in Christ, in a culture dominated by social media, there's one particular lie that we're constantly being fed. And that is self-love effectively fights back against shame and low self-esteem with the message that we need to start loving and accepting ourselves 
just the way that we are, flaws and all. And that we can't love others if we do not first love ourselves. And that true confidence and security lies in loving yourself. Okay, it also goes ahead to say that it is a lie that self-love is the antidote to the ever-increasing rates of depression and suicide when in fact it fuels it. So she continued to write saying that this is anti-Christian, it is contrary to the scriptures, which encourages us to die to ourselves, to deny ourselves and to take up our cross, to lay down our lives for one another, to do nothing out of selfish ambition. Jesus said, whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake, will save it and that is from Luke 9:24 that is where true happiness and fulfillment lies not being self-absorbed we have been bought at a great price god has redeemed us as his own and therefore we belong to him and not ourselves beware of conforming to worldly patterns do not fall for this narcissistic trap to pursue oneself is to reject God. Now, from that post, there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack from that post. But I remember what I was, what I picked from that post were the, you know, the keywords that kept cropping up. Like, for example, the main one, which is self-love. There's also the one of selfish ambition. There's the one of, you know, self-absorbed and, of course, pursuing oneself. And I like that she says that to pursue oneself is to reject God. So I was thinking about when I read this post, that was in December, I was thinking about, okay, then what is self-love? Does self-love mean that I am self-absorbed? Does self-love mean that I am practicing self-love, you know, out of selfish ambition? You know, am I doing this uh, at the detriment of the people that are around me? What is self-love? Is it fact? Or is it fiction? What is self-love? And I actually like that. What I like what she says when she talks about how, you know, we are not, we are not supposed to do anything out of selfish ambition. I like that she highlighted that because when it comes to self-love, actually the problem is not even the word love. I feel like the problem is the word self. <laughs> the problem is the word self because what that does is that it points all the focus to self you know like when i talk about the abundant self is that it is this person who is abundant right she is an abundant self you know i am an abundant self so this word self, when it comes to self-love, I feel like <laughs> I feel like it is the problem in this statement because, like I said, different people perceive self-love differently. And right now, self-love has started to gain a lot of negative connotation because as human beings, and I mean, people have said it before that, you know, human beings are selfish in nature and on and on. And you'd let, you'd want to think that, you know, when someone says that, you know, they are loving themselves, most of the time, actually, it has actually come from that place of being self-absorbed. We're just doing something and you just decide to use the word self-love as an excuse, you know, to just get away with whatever it is that you're doing. It could be something that is actually really selfish, you know. It could be something that really is you looking at yourself as being higher than other people. And then when you're asked, okay, then why did you do this Shabai? But you're saying, I may, may love myself. And I mean, this is something that we always like to say. Sometimes someone can tell you, will you, will you do this, this and that? And then you're like, I may love myself. Me, I can't do that. I cannot put myself through that. 
And usually, for me personally, to be honest, the the times or that or rather the moments that I have said that I have used self love in that context, it has come from a place of pride, from a place of ego, even when it is something that I actually need to do. I'm like, mm, no, no, no. I love myself too much to do that. I love myself too much to do this. I love, I mean, even you yourself can just hear the tone in my voice. So what is self-love? What is self-love? Is it fact or is it fiction? When you are practicing self-love, because like I've said, self-love, by the way, I'm not going to give a definition for it because like I said, self-love means different things for, for different people. But usually the underlying the underlying definition is usually something about, you know, taking care of your needs and, you know, looking after looking after your happiness and such like things. You know, that is usually like a constant in maybe every other person's definition of self-love. But when you look at self-love, when you look at your definition of self-love, it's just asking yourself, where is this stemming from? Is this coming from a place of being self-absorbed? Where it's just about you, you know? We're only concerned about you. You're so obsessed, you know, with yourself, with, you know, who you are, what you do, how other people see you. I mean, is where is this self-love stemming from? You know? Is it from a place of selfish ambition where you say you love yourself, but the things that you're doing, I mean, all of them are just seeking to fulfill or to pursue your own selfish desires at the expense of others. And I mean, don't get me wrong, by the way. Usually, I'm, even when we're talking about burnout, when you're talking about handling burnout, we're talking about how you need to learn how to say no. You know how sometimes you actually need to be able to put your needs first. Because when you become a yes person all the time, when you become the person who's always constantly saying yes to other people, saying yes to other people's needs, that you forget to take care of yourself, you know, you end up crashing, you end up having burnout, you end up just breaking down. There is that concept. There is that context rather. But then when you think about self-love, and even the keywords that, are, for example, are cropping up from this particular post, you can see that it's just being selfish, actually. It's just from a point of selfishness, from a point of pursuing oneself, pursuing your own needs. And I like that she even went ahead to talk about how the Bible says that we, every single day we have been called to die to ourselves, to die to the things that we want. You know, the things that we desire, you know, the things, these things, they may actually, they may actually be good, you know, in our own eyes or, or the society may have already termed them as good. But, you know, being followers of Jesus, you know, you're always being told that it is important for you to die to yourself, die to your desires, die to those selfish ambitions each and every day and to take up your cross and to just fix your eyes on the prize that isn't it that is eternity you know so and then when it comes to also self-love if we are to take this from the angle of the bible then you'd have a look at matthew where he talks about how you know jesus saying that we should love our neighbor as you love yourself so here it's already assuming i mean by the time that jesus is telling us to love our neighbor it means that already you love yourself <laughs> i mean already there's this there's I mean, I always like to believe that everyone loves themselves. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But somehow, 
Whether or not we want to admit it, everyone loves, you know, there's just a way in which we want our lives to look. There's just a way we like to treat ourselves, you know. And now when we when we don't treat ourselves in the right way, then now that becomes, that is actually another conversation altogether. But let's let's just look at Matthew and it says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Now, for me, as an adult, or rather where I am in life at the moment, something that I have come to know and believe to be true in my heart, something that has been a very strong conviction for me, is that love cannot exist without action. Love and action go hand in hand, right? And actually, there's a verse in the Bible that says, you know, I think it's um, First John that talks about how we should not love with words, but we should love with actions and in truth. Yes, actually, yeah, that is First John chapter 3, verse 18. It says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. So at this particular point, when I'm talking about love, of course, it's a how do you demonstrate love? You demonstrate love with action. You just can't tell someone you love them and then you're not de- you're not demonstrating anything. You're just saying you love them. So, okay, yes, you love me. So, and then, you know. So in that same line, when you talk about loving yourself, it's about the things that you do for yourself. And then you tie that verse with, you know, love your neighbor as you love yourself with a verse that says, do unto others what you would want them to do unto you right? So that means when you talk about loving your neighbor, it's like, you know, the things that you usually do for yourself, you know, out of love. Those are the same things that you're meant to demonstrate to your neighbor, demonstrate to whoever it is. So when it, when we talk about self-love, I honestly, personally, I have always believed that each and every one of us has a capacity of love. And in that same way, we all have a capacity to also love ourselves just as much because that is going to be seen, you know, how we handle ourselves, whether it's showing respect to ourselves, whether it's being kind to ourselves, whether it is setting healthy boundaries with ourselves, you know, knowing that there are certain boundaries that I cannot pass, there are certain boundaries that I cannot possibly cross, there are certain things that I cannot do. You know, that those are the ways in which we demonstrate love to ourselves. And at that particular moment, it doesn't even come from a place. When I think about healthy self-love, it, it doesn't come from a place of selfishness. It comes from a place of progress where I, as Shabaibai, know that if I want to progress in this certain area, then there are certain things that I need to do. I believe that discipline is actually a form of self-love when you decide to be disciplined when you decide that, you know, these are the things that I'm going to be doing. This is how I'm going to be doing them. And remember, again, not from a place of selfishness, not from a place of being self-absorbed, not from a place of feeling that like you are above every other person, but from a place of I want to progress. You know, I want to grow as an individual. And what do I need to do in order for me to grow? Do I need to go for therapy? That is a form of self-love. Do I need to seek God more? Actually, the only way you can actually love yourself more is actually by loving God because he is the one who created you. You know, so loving God automatically, by loving God, you automatically also begin to love yourself. Loving yourself in the right way, in my own understanding or how I see it in my spirit is, you see, the way God sees you that is the way you see yourself. 
When I wake up in the morning and God sees me, he sees this beautiful woman who is fearfully and wonderfully made. When I see myself like that, it's about me appreciating myself, but also recognizing that I am who I am because of the one who created me, and that is God. You know, like, it is so... I don't know. I really hope that this is making sense because for me, when I think about self-love and the kind of connotations, the kinds of definitions that has have been placed onto it, I mean, it just makes you keep asking yourself, so what is self-love? Is it fact or is it fiction? The other day I was having a sit down with some of my friends and I remember someone was talking about how you know, they're planning to love on themselves more this year. And I remember just asking them, okay, so what is self-love to you? And the answer they gave me, I remember saying, okay. I mean, I was like, okay. I mean, yes, that works. That actually works. But do we really understand? At the end of the day, the question is, do we really understand what self-love is? Like, what is self-love? <laughs> What is self-love? Is it fact or is it fiction? For me, it becomes a fact when I know, like I said, that loving myself means seeing myself the way God sees me. There's a certain way in which God expects me to conduct myself. There's a certain way in which, you know, God expects me to live my life. And by doing those things, I am actually loving myself. Again, like I said, love is action. You know, you just don't say that you love yourself. Okay, so yes, you love yourself. If I look at you, can I tell that you love yourself? By the way you treat yourself, by the way you handle yourself, you know? So think about it. What is self-love? Is it facts or is it fiction? And then we look at what is love. And that is seen in Corinthians. And I know you know this verse, love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it does not keep record of wrong, it does not delight in evil, it, but rejoices with the truth, it always protects, it always trusts, hopes, and perseveres. And I mean, when you read out all those things, you, you're just seeing the action. There's an action in being patient. There's an action in showing kindness. There's an action in not being envious, you know, of not boasting. There's an action there. There's an action in showing honor. Do you show honor to yourself? Do you honor yourself? That is self-love. Do you honor yourself? Are you kind to yourself? Are you patient with yourself? You know? Are you always beating yourself up about things that happened a very, very long time ago? I mean, like for me, for example, if I look at myself, I mean, this is something that usually happens to me a lot, but I just think about the things that have happened in the past and I'm like, Chabai, what were you thinking? And at that point, what does that do? It makes me feel bad about myself. It makes me feel unworthy, you know? It makes me feel a lot of negative, you know, emotions that I should not be feeling. But when I truly understand what love is, when I truly understand that I was made by love and for love, when I understand that when God looks at me, he does not look at the things that I've done, the places that I've been. He doesn't look at all that. He just looks at me as his child. And when I decide to look at myself like that, 
it becomes actually a form of worship to God. And that is actually how you, you demonstrate self-love, right? With the way that you honor yourself, with the way that you seek to truly understand what you, even your purpose is. Because actually, when even you're pursuing your purpose, you are loving yourself. Yeah, because when you pursue your purpose, you you start operating as the, you know, Yanni, how do you even put it? You start operating at your optimum, optimal best, you know, like when you do that one thing that God created you to do, you do not struggle. Even if you struggle, it is not a struggle that you cannot endure or persevere. But when you decide to live a life that you were not called to live, when you decide to, you know, pursue a path that you were not even called to pursue, then that just means that you do not love yourself. Because if you love yourself, you will want to do the things that you were called to do. You'd want to, you know, live the life that God has called you to live, to live a life of abundance. And living a life of abundance is living in line with your purpose, is living a purpose-driven life. So again... What is self-love? Is it fact or is it fiction? And what does self-love mean to you as an individual? What comes to your mind every time you think about self-love? Is it from a place of pursuing your own selfish ambitions? Is it from a point of pursuing yourself and not seeking to seek after God? It's just the same way I remember someone was mentioning to me, you know, this same way when someone is talking about how the things that they want to focus on this year, you know, I want to know myself more. I want to love myself more. But trust me, the only secret to that, if you want to know yourself more, just know God. <laughs> it's as simple as that. If you want to love yourself more, just simply love God. That is it. That is it, actually. And that is something that has been strong for me because... If I, if loving myself means loving God because he is the one who created me, honestly, if, if it were not for him, I would not even exist. There would not even be a me to love, you know, <laughs> if that even makes sense. If I did not exist, then how would I even love myself? How? You know? So understanding that just looking at that has just caused me to ask myself a lot of questions surrounding so how exactly have I been demonstrating love to myself and now that is usually a reflection of how I also I am responding to the love of God how I demonstrate love to myself is a reflection of how I respond to God's love am I rejecting God because if I'm rejecting God, then what that means is that I'm pursuing myself. You know, if I'm rejecting God's love, if I'm rejecting the purpose for which he has called me to live, then that means I'm pursuing my own selfish desires. I was having a conversation earlier this past week about, you know, free will and whether or not we have free will. I mean, it was such an interesting conversation. And all that, what that made me realize is just the same thing of, Yes, I have been given the capacity, you know, to make my own decision. But if I want to live a meaningful life, if I want to, you know, live the absolute best version of myself, 
then it is important for me to pursue the will of God, you know, and to ask that he helps, that his will is also reflected in my will, you know, that when I tell myself that this is the, this is the uh, path that I'm taking, that it's actually also the path that God, wa God wants me to take. So the same way when it comes to self-love, I like to believe, or rather I believe that how I love on myself is a reflection of how I respond to God's love. And which now ties it to what my friend was saying, that to pursue oneself is to reject God. Because if I reject the love of God, if I reject what, you know, God places in my spirit every other day, every other morning, then it means that I've decided to live on my own, to live by myself. But of course, as human beings, I cannot exist without my creator. I cannot function without my creator. Because he's the one who made me. He's the one who knows what I need to do to be able to live life, to be able to function abundantly. He's the one who knows you know? So the same way, I mean, just think about it. What is self-love to you? What is self-love to you? Is it fact? Is it fiction? For me, self-love is a fact because my definition of self-love is that self-love is simply a reflection of how I respond to God's love. And when I think about God's love, when I think about, you know, where and how it all began, you know, and how he expects of me to live my life, how he expects of me to walk this journey of pursuing my purpose, fixing my prize on, you know, fixing my eyes on the prize that is eternity. I mean, oof, I am honestly at a loss of words. I'm at a loss for words, but yeah, it's just something to think and ruminate on. It's something to really seek to understand so that we're not just out here saying, yeah, I'm loving on myself. Are you really loving on yourself? So once again, what is self-love? Is it fact or is it fiction? And allow me to close with Philippians 2 verse 3 that says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility value others above yourselves. So when you think about it already, there's a part where you value, I mean, it's just assumed that you value yourself. The same way in Matthew, when it says, love your neighbors, you love yourself, it's, it's already assumed that you do love yourself. But it's just seeking to understand, what does that mean? What does that mean? Are you practicing self-love from a place of being self-absorbed, like I asked before? Where is it all stemming from? Where is it all stemming from? So yeah, think about it. What is self-love? Is it facts or is it fiction? But what I hope that you will, you know, gain out of this conversation is that how you choose to respond to God's love, that is going to affect how you, you see yourself as an individual. Because when you seek to see yourself from the eyes you know, when you seek to see yourself through the eyes or through the lenses of a loving father, to just see the way he looks at you, see the way he loves you, see the thoughts that he has for you and of you, then he, trust me, how you even see yourself, how the thoughts that you even have of yourself, 
because like my friend said you know self-love and how she tied it to depression and suicide when you choose to see yourself the way god sees you seeing you as a gift to the world seeing you as this piece of a puzzle that this world would not be complete without you in it at such a time as this trust me this is not by accident it is not by accident that you're here and so we need to be able to to look at self-love from that angle because love originated from god so when you talk about self-love it is only fair it is only right that we also look at it from that perspective as well so yes that brings us to the very very end of this episode thank you again for tuning in i hope you have learned a thing or two from today's episode like i always like to say do not hesitate to let me know what you think be sure to chime into the conversation be sure to let me know what your thoughts on self-love are and what do you think do you agree with what i've said that self-love is a reflection of how you respond to god's love yeah what do you think about that (laughs) be sure to let me know what you think as i always like to say we always appreciate your support and right now the best way that you can support the abundant self podcast is by following us on our social media pages that is at the abundant self on facebook twitter and on instagram and of course be sure to also check out my linkedin profile that is at shabai by sharon also go ahead and follow us from wherever you get your podcast at the moment we are on all the major listening platforms that is on google podcasts we are on spotify we are on apple podcasts and actually (laughs) very other many listening platforms i know we are on afripods we are on jollof radio so be sure to check us out from wherever it is that you get your podcast be sure to rate and review us let us know what you think about the podcast as always it helps us to improve it helps us to know even how we can continue serving and we can continue walking this journey of abundance with you finally be sure to consider signing up for our mailing list we are supposed or rather we are meant to launch our newsletter that is the sounding board newsletter and hopefully we are going to be doing that at the beginning of march so consider signing up consider signing up for our newsletter and all i can promise for now is that we'll be having more inspiring content more thought-provoking content and more content that even pushes us in the right direction or rather nudges us in the right direction yeah so that is it for today's episode thank you for tuning in we'll be talking about another equally interesting conversation in the next episode to come i won't preempt it for now because i'm still (laughs) trying to figure out how i'm going to deliver that particular episode but as always i appreciate your support and i appreciate you for being here do have a lovely 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 rest of your february and i will be hearing you in march until then bye